What's up guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about creating an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about how to break off toxic relationship patterns. We all know it's not about that one relationship and it doesn't even have to be an intimate relationship. It can also be a relationship we have with coworkers, an aunt, or just people in our life that we consider friends. What is a toxic relationship? That is the first question. And mainly it's a relationship we can't let go of, but we also can't get from it what we need, what we consciously want. So I want to break down how this affects INFJ particularly and what we can do to change that pattern and to change those dynamics once and for all. Before we get started, I want to remind you if you want to take the next step in creating an epic life and you want my help in it, then work with me privately all the information you find below. So why is it so important for us INFJs to think about toxic relationships, to question do we have them in our life and what we can do to change them. We as INFJs in our default mode are very often focused on other people. We are perceivers. I know from an MBTI standpoint, INFJs are considered judgers. That's because our first extroverted function is a judging function. Our first function though, introverted intuition is a perceiving function. So when we're in our element, when we relax, we absorb everything that goes on around us. And if we're surrounded by people who bring us a lot of stimulation, we first off get addicted to that. And we second of all, get so absorbed in that other person since reality that we can't distinguish between what is ours and what is theirs. Remember, we, not just INFJs, we as human beings are addicted to stimulation, any kind of stimulation. It can be positive and it can be negative. If you're in a position where you can either have a bored life or you can have a life where you have constant struggles, our mind will probably lean towards the second one unless we train it otherwise. On top of everything, if we have been brought up in any kind of environment where there was attention. Maybe parents were fighting or you just saw your siblings fighting or just things in general happening like this. We get addicted to this feeling and we seek out these kind of relationships in our future, in our adult life. This is something we have to be aware of. We have to consciously choose our relationships and we have to understand first off what a toxic relationship really is because very often we do have those friendships and we do have those relationships with some kind of relatives or maybe with a parent and we think that's the way it has to be there is no other choice or we're not even aware of that it is toxic in the first place but it still has a huge impact on us it not only has an impact on our ability to grow and create that life that we so want but it also hinders us from creating new relationship dynamics we first off have to become aware of what's going on we then have to analyze why we keep feeding that relationship and how we can create new dynamics new boundaries that make us have positive relationships in the future so for this example, let's talk about a potential partner in your life. It can also be that you already have somebody in your life. It doesn't mean that if you have a relationship in your life already, that the only way to end this toxic relationship is to cut that person off. Very often it's enough for you to change certain behaviors, certain dynamics, and you change the relationship pattern altogether. So in this example, ask yourself, is this relationship not giving me what I want? What is it that I do want? What am I not getting? And why is it still so hard for me to let it go or maybe even the other person won't even let me go we've known this situation maybe you have friends who keep on nagging on you but they still kind of keep you in your life or let's say you're dating somebody and there's always this dynamic of you wanting more and you want a serious relationship and you want harmony or let's say you even have a crush on somebody and the other person doesn't really want to get together with you but you feel like there is some kind of connection but nonetheless that person still stays in your life very often people do that because they need the 
the recognition. They need the fact that somebody wants them to be in their life. But they still are not willing to give us what we need. And it doesn't even mean that it has to be something as obvious as you want a relationship and the other person doesn't. It can also be something like, I want the other person to pay attention to me in a way that makes me feel good. I want us to be able to go out and have walks together. I just don't want us to live next to each other. These are the things I need. But the other person doesn't give that to me, but they also don't want me to move on. They also don't want me to be free to be in a new relationship. Or for example, if we were to talk about friends, that person that maybe bullies you in a way, but still sees you as your friend, they are in need of that relationship dynamic because they need to feel like they're in power. They're putting somebody down in order to feel good about themselves. But what you have to consider is this, a toxic relationship never ever works if only one partner is doing the toxic thing. So in this example, yes, maybe the bully is the one who's not being kind towards you, but you know what you're doing? You're also not being kind towards yourself. It's always the same dynamic. It's the codependent and the narcissist. It's the toxic person and the person who feels like this is what I deserve. Why do you keep on staying in that relationship? Very often it is because of that stimulation. We should not neglect this. If this is the most exciting thing happening in your life, yes, you're gonna stay around people who give you a feeling of being alive and being in the center of like things happening and you're willing to pay the price of that person not treating you well. This of course is an extreme example Example, but it doesn't have to be that obvious. I've been in situations like this and there were a couple of things that kept me in that dynamic that wasn't good for me. First off, it was that person can't let me go. That person needs me. So I thought, okay, the only thing I have to do is just make myself less visible. The less visible I make myself, the less I bother them, the less they're gonna bully me, the less we're gonna be in the situation where I feel like I have to get stuck to that person, that person doesn't wanna let me go. I didn't want to be the person who says, that's it, I'm gone. And very often when we're in this situation, we don't feel like we have a choice. Let's say you're at work and then you say, okay, there's this coworker and that person always bullies me. I can guarantee you there's a part of you who stays in that pattern. It doesn't mean that you're the one who causes to be bullied. It doesn't mean that it's not the other person's fault, that they shouldn't take responsibility. I'm not even saying that you shouldn't be angry at that person. But in so many ways, we justify this behavior because the alternative could be that you really do go and talk to your supervisor. It could be that you say to that person in their face, if you do this again, there are going to be bigger consequences. It can also be that you say, I'm going to leave this situation because you very well know if something more extreme would happen, like let's say you would get physically abused, you would leave just like this. You would do something to change that situation. But let's say people who've been brought up in physically abusive households, it's very hard for them to understand that physical abuse is not okay. But for a person like me, who's never experienced this thing in my past, I know that this is definitely a boundary where I know something is not the way it should be. But it's not that easy when it comes to emotional abuse. It's not that easy when it comes to toxic relationship patterns. And I thought of myself as somebody who would never get into any serious situation like this, but I did. And it happened like the last time, probably like five or six years ago, but it was really something that hit me to my core because I continuously tried to prove to that person that I'm a good person, that I was not trying to dim their light by shining bright, 
I thought I was a bad person and that dynamic kept on going. So it wasn't only because that relationship gave me a stimulus that I wasn't getting from my life. It was also something I felt I had to prove. And that person on the other hand, didn't want to make me feel like I'm good enough. They were getting their kick out of the fact that I was trying to do better, that I was trying to prove myself, but it wasn't ever enough for them either. See, we both have problems at this moment. And the funny thing is that both of those aspects are so interconnected because the reason why you're focused on people and on relationships who are not giving you what you want because you want the stimulation of what that person gives you or the fact that they think and get whatever they want. They say what they want. They do what they want. This happens because we're not creating enough excitement in our life ourselves. And why do we do that? It's exactly because of the same reason why we're trying to prove to that person that we're a good person, why we're trying to prove to that person that we don't have to put ourselves into the spotlight. It's because we don't believe that we deserve to take up space. It's because we don't believe we're good enough. We don't believe that we can be the one who create excitement and it's okay and it's allowed. Like this is all interconnected. So if you want to change this, trust me, this is going to be a longer process. This is not something you can do overnight. Specifically, if this has been a pattern of yours for years, for decades, it takes a little bit of time to get adjusted to a new way of living. So first off, remember this, do not wait for other people to abandon you in a way of, okay, why don't they tolerate me? I'm not causing a problem for them. I'm just keeping myself small so I don't get bullied. Like you're not in a war situation where this is the safest thing to do, right? It's not about that. You're living, let's say in most cases, in a safe environment. There are people around you who don't make you feel like you can do this, but you're also one of those people who make you feel like you can't do this. It has to start with you. You have to demand it. You have to be the one who says from now on, I will not hide this fact. I'm okay with upsetting the other person, making that person feel bad about themselves. Because if you being yourself makes other people bad about themselves, this is not your responsibility. This is not your fault. You cannot ever dim your light. And we have to first become aware of that. And this will be different than what we feel at that moment. Our feelings will say, oh, this is a good person. They have the reason why they don't get back to me or why they're acting this way. Or you still find some kind of reason why you're still connected, even if you have negative feelings towards that person. Because even if you get upset thinking about that person, you're still having a relationship. Letting go of that relationship would mean that you really don't care. It could still be possible that that's a coworker of yours and you see them every day, but because you have different problems, Projects. You don't share anything with them besides the things that are really strictly about business. We feel like we have to keep feeding that relationship and it has to start with us. You can never wait for the other person to change it, particularly if it's a relationship that is a little bit based on the codependent narcissistic tendencies. It's always the codependent who has to set the boundaries. It's always the one who is more passive, the one who was taking more and who was trying to be the bigger person, who was trying to be more of the martyr or the one who's more so it's that person who has to get into the active role in order to change that dynamic. You can't expect somebody who pushes everything out and who doesn't want to take responsibility for their emotions for them to take the first step back. That's just not how it works. So you have to be the one 
who makes that change happen. And this is not just about that one relationship. It's about all your future relationships. It's about everything that you take on. So in order to be able to do that, we have to start creating positive stimulation for our mind ourselves. We have to start doing something that makes our life feel better without that person. Because as I said, if this is the best thing going on in your life, then how are you expected to let that go? It's super hard to let go of something that gives you stimulation when everything else feels numbed out. And that's the situation I was in. So I had to start creating something for myself. This is why I recommend so much the five pillars or the ones of you who sign up for the bootcamp, like they already tell me like how much this is helping them. You know, like once you start building things for yourself, you see that you do have that power and that it's a muscle that you just have to start using. And moving forward, you have to become aware of what you need from a relationship. It can be an intimate relationship. It can be your friendships. It can be people that you work with. What do you expect of these relationships in the future? And in a way of this is not going to be your solution to boredom. This is not going to be somebody who gives your life purpose. Like I used to have this all the time. I was always drawn to people who had problems with their self-esteem and I wanted to be the one who makes them feel good about themselves because I felt this would give me purpose in life. But I was doing that at the cost of my own well-being. I now know this is part of who I am. I love to inspire people. That's why I have this channel, but this is a place where it's about boundaries, where I have the necessary distance to create something that is positive for me and for others. The people I have in my life as friends, intimate partner, my family, they should be based on mutual giving and taking. It should never be that one person feels like they're giving more than the other one. It should never feel like that's my project or that kind of relationship will make me feel less bored with my life. You have to be the one who created, you have to take on that challenge. And once you do, then you start looking at relationships from a different perspective, because then it's about how can this relationship enrich my life? So if I want excitement in my life, I create excitement. And then it can be that the people around me are also exciting, but it's not that I neglect my life and myself and focus on them and live through them in order to feel excitement in my life. I create excitement and they add to that excitement. It's always about adding. So you have to become aware of what you want from those relationship dynamics in the future. How are they contributing to your life? How are they adding to your purpose? How do they make you feel like you can grow more? We want people in our life that we can grow with, not people that enable us to forget who we are. No matter who you meet in your life or the people who are already in your life, be honest with them. Tell them who you are. Tell them what you want because only then you can create positive relationship dynamics. And if you're, for example, meeting new people, so let's say potential friends or potential life partner, tell them who you really are. I mean, tell them those things that you feel like people are afraid of, people shy away from. You say something and then they get quiet. We all know how that is as INFJs, but this is exactly what we need to do because the people who then can't react to that, they are out of the picture right away. You know how often it has happened that I have met somebody like years ago when I was still single and I was talking more about the things that mattered to me and they went radio silent and my friends were like, that's just too deep. Like, what do you expect? Well, I expect somebody not to run away from that because if they do, then they don't fit into my life. And that's the only thing that matters at that point. I'm not going to think about, do they reject me? Am I good enough or am I too much? How is that going to help me for my my future life. It's not. 
And the sooner I find this out, the sooner I'm not wasting my time anymore with people who cannot add to the life I'm creating. And the faster I can move on and talk to somebody like my boyfriend, who the first time when I talked about those things that were so deeply and important to me and I felt like, okay, that's again the point where people run away. He didn't even recognize that this was something out of the ordinary. Till this day, this was completely normal for him. He felt completely at ease. And that's the moment where I said, okay, that's a person I wanna get to know better. But if I would have gotten stuck on the people who didn't want to understand me, who couldn't understand me, who maybe I was too much for, or whatever you feel like you are too much for other people or not enough or whatever it is, I would have kept on wasting my time with somebody who can never have the potential of be a part of my growth, of somebody who could actively add to my life. Those are the toxic relationships. Remember, toxic relationships are with people who can't give you or won't give you what you need but they also can't let go of you. And unless you let go of this and you actively say, I'm moving on, I'm not wasting my mental space on this, you can't let go of that either. So it doesn't matter if you haven't talked to that person for three months. If they're staying in your mind, then you're still giving them mental real estate. They should be focused on creating something and allowing people into your life who can add to that creation. I really hope that helped you. Remember, if you wanna take the next step in creating your epic life, then work with me privately. You can book a discovery call. You find all the information below. And if you wanna watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, watch the video on INFJ and rejection. Because unless you learn to get comfortable with rejection, it's really hard to go that road and to just see it as information that's guiding you towards the right person. Like always, guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.